Welcome to the Four Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Ivy Lassiter, and I'm so glad you're here. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about all the parenting stuff, lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who've been there. Let's get started. On today's episode, I'm talking with my friends, Joanna and Tim. I'm so excited. When I started this podcast, they were two of the people that I wanted to interview right off the bat. So they have raised four kids, Audrey, Austin, Allie Jo, and Andrew. And Audrey and Austin are now in the working world, and Allie Jo and Andrew are in college. One of the things that I notice about their kids is that from my perspective, they seem to enjoy spending time together. They respect each other. They cheer each other on. They sharpen each other. I mean, those Spires kids are awesome. And honestly, it's what I hope I can say of my boys in about 18 years. So I wanted to talk with Joanna and Tim and get some insight on the choices they made that possibly led to this outcome. So here it is. How would you, tell me how you navigate disagreements and think back to when they're little. When they're little, you would have to make sure that they didn't just like pounce over the other one, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Make them stop and listen to the other person because listening is a really hard thing to do, uh-huh. I think. Yep. Because um, you always think, we always think we're right, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that stopping and making them like, hey, listen to what they're saying and then be respectful and reminding them that their words can hurt others. Because mm, yeah. definitely that kids fight. I mean, that's normal. Um, but you have to remind them that, hey, this is your sibling. They're going to be your friend for life. Like, we don't talk like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it kind of comes in stages because I can remember a time where, like, Austin. Austin's this real gentle, kind little kid. Mm-hmm. But we had a birthday party one time with the Thomas the Tank. Yeah. And he hadn't really learned how to share yet, even though, because when he was playing with his stuff, he didn't have a, you know, the little bitty brother yet. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That where somebody was yeah. playing with him. So he kind of was, when he was in the Thomas Tank mode, he was kind of doing it by himself. And Audrey some... didn't care about Thomas the Tank, I would assume. Right. right. So, so when, Thomas the Train or Thomas, Thomas the Tank? Thomas the Tank. So when they it's when the they it's well, the well, we have a Thomas the Train, but there could be a tank too. It's I don't the train. Okay, <laughs> whatever. So Thomas when, was a when the when the party started, all these kids started coming oh, and like right. grabbing his his Stop. all these little toys and his little trains, and he kind of freaked out. So you, I mean, you have to correct them. I yeah. mean, when they do stuff like that, and they're you know you have to teach them to share. Yeah, you know at that point, and you know, and he did, and he learned pretty quick, but. Um, yeah, there's, but yeah, they do, they do argue, um, that, you know, occasionally they fight about things. Usually they're little things when they're little, but, uh, yeah, certainly not perfect. Yeah. Far from it. Were, were the arguments like, cause you've have two boys, two girls were navigating those relationships between sisters and then brothers and like, was that any different or were they kind of all the same as far as navigating those conversations and that kind of thing with them. You remember anything about that? It's hard to think back because you've said it's like, oh, the whole thing, the whole early years are like a haze, (laughs) right? Especially when you have four. Yeah, you're like, what? Um, It is definitely different between the girls and the boys. I'm trying to think. 
Uh, luckily, I think it was good that my girls were four years apart. So that uh-huh. helped a little bit that there wasn't quite the competition, you know, like if they were one year apart or two years apart. Um, but Allie always looked up to Audrey, so that helped. But Audrey would also have to be like, you can't tell her everything to do and you can't be too, like at the same time, you can't be too mothering, mm, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And with the boys, the boys just want to have fun. Honestly. Yeah. Boys, boys are just different. I don't know. Yeah, and you know, I, I think we just got lucky with with the oldest that she was kind of like that little mother figure. She liked taking care. She she was. They were all real creative, but but she included everybody. So everybody uh-huh. had a role. Everybody had a job. Everybody. She was know, a natural leader. Yeah, so she and helped she, navigate. And she let dynamics. she yeah. let everybody be in charge at different times. You know, they could. They kind of had this stage at some point, like you know, like we mentioned a little talent yeah. show or whatever. We were just looking at videos not long ago, and it was just it was <laughs> cute to look back and see them. It, yeah, do it was their so fun. Thing. But at the same time, but we could see them always yeah. directing traffic. But you know? could also oh, yeah. see in those videos how they would whine. You know, like. Oh man! Like I didn't want that part. Yes, or like, or it's my turn. Or <laughs> oh yeah, and she would just go, "Okay, all right, here we go, here we go." And Isn't just, that awesome? And um, and then also I could see where we would intervene at times. Okay, let's keep going. Like everybody, let's remember where we're going here. <laughs> yeah, so it's not four hours later, and we're still doing this. Um, okay, talk to me about how you handled just creative ideas. What were y'all's? you know, dealing with birthdays and Christmas, mm. what did y'all do present-wise, celebrating each of the kids? Tell me about that. Okay. I think we always try to make birthdays special, and we also ha- tried to get the other siblings to do something special, like to help with it, mm-hmm. whether it be helping decorate their door so that when they woke up, their door would be decorated with happy birthday. Or in the morning, we would all come in. Whoever's birthday it is, we all, the other people get up a little bit earlier. <laughs> and we all go in there and wake them up by singing happy birthday. Yeah. Um, or if it's their party, we would get the other siblings to help with the party. So uh-huh. everybody felt like they kind of had a, had a part of it to help yes. celebrate that person. Yep. Um, even if it was opening their gifts. You know, like, okay, we're going to sit here and we're going to open the gifts and... And you're going to sit here and be excited about every one of them mm-hmm. and and play with them, play with the whatever they get. We're going to play with it. Yeah. You know, and be excited about this. whether it's yeah. the silliest thing in the world and you don't want to or not, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. And we did a lot of creative things. It was fun. The first, I don't know how many years for each one of them, we would always, there'd be some theme and we would do something cool. Most of the time we made Whatever it was, like one time before we had a pool, I mean, Star Wars had just come uh-huh. out, some big things, and, and the boys were into all the Star Wars with their lightsabers, and I cut down a bunch of the limbs in the backyard, and we made an obstacle course, and we did we did all kinds of stuff where yeah. they, you know, we did camping parties, and we did just, you know... To make them feel what, really Safari-type yeah. things, and... Um, yeah, it was just cool. But all the kids were always involved in yeah. all of it. Like, you know, if you'd go to the store and buy all the little, you know, like when we did the safari thing, you buy all the little plastic animals and we had bought a bunch of sand and put them in this thing where they would, you know, kind of go mining for yes. the little animals. Yeah. So they got to pick out those kinds of things like that. So yeah. they were always like part of it. I love that. I realized, I, and I can't, I guess it was Warren's last birthday. 
Harris was like, had a really hard time that Warren was kind of getting all this attention for his birthday. You know what I mean? And, and then Harris's birthday came later. Warren's older. And I realized Warren was really able to celebrate Harris and be excited about his presence. And I was just thinking about that's a journey. It is. It doesn't happen just immediately. You got to encourage that younger one like, oh, this is all about your brother today. We're going to celebrate him and your turn will be when your birthday comes. Right. You know, remind them, but make it fun at the same time that it's about the other person. Right. And I just think back to that with Harris and Warren's birthday is coming up. So I'm like, oh, you know, give Harris a job. (laughs) So Harris feels like I'm a part of this. Mm -hmm. This isn't like... It's all about Warren, and I don't have anything. Oh, it's you hard. know what I mean? I can remember the other one of the little ones coming up when we had a birthday cake, and you have all it's all lit, and you're singing "Happy oh, Birthday," yeah. and they come up and they blow it out before the birthday kid oh, gets yeah. to blow it out, and you're like, "Oops, yeah." <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what about Christmas? Would your kids all buy each other presents for each, like you know? Yeah, we we always made that special too. I mean, we you know you would take each one of them shopping, and mm-hmm. you know typically Eat. they. That's a lot. Yeah, and you would usually... But, or they made things. I mean, like, okay. they are a little bitty. I mean, yes. we're, they're buying for a lot of people, so yeah. Yeah, and it depends on what age. So, you know, they go through those stages where they're making things at school and mm-hmm. things like that. So sometimes they would make things for us, some time for their siblings, but... Um, you know, but it was, we all, we've always made Christmas a big deal. It's a big, you know, another big celebration. Yeah. You know? And uh, so... We would do that and we'd, you know, take kids out. Sometimes they had their own money. Sometimes, you know, you would just go kind of get what they wanted for the other one or whatever. But they usually knew, you know, they would kind of make a little list and they would kind of know. But they really enjoyed it. Like they were, you know, they're good givers. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of started that, you know. um, But it's a process too, though. Like Austin, when you're... He, uh, you know those book covers for your books at oh, school? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those like little stretchy ones? Mm-hmm. Well, he realized that he forgot one of the, like I think it was Audrey. He forgot oh, no. to give her a gift. And so everyone's opening gifts and he's like, panic. Oh my gosh, I forgot to give my sibling a gift, right? So he runs back to his bedroom and grabs all these book covers no, that he had. off of his books. Yes, off of <laughs> oh, his <gosh>. books. <laughs> and he like rolls them all up into one and makes like a little pillow thing. And brings it and packages it up and brings it to Audrey for Christmas. No. <laughs> Audrey's like, And Thank we you. celebrated it. We were yeah. like, oh, oh this yeah. is so great. <laughs> and she's like, what is happening? But, <laughs> but, yeah. but the idea that like, oh, I, I forgot I, to get her something. Like, this is important. Yes. You know? so. Yes. I love that. And oh, and Andrew one year, I remember he... This is maybe like elementary school. We have a place that he can ride his bike to up here where mm-hmm. he could buy some stuff. And he got uh-huh. his money, like, I don't know, he had $10 or something, and got his little backpack and his bike. And he rode up there and he bought every single one at the CVS pharmacy. Everybody got a present and it was so cute. Yeah, he is super back. generous. Like, he loves giving. Like, that's kind of his love language. He, he like, he's a good giver. Yeah. Um, okay, so are all four of them? Generous in giving gifts, or is it hard for them to use their own money to buy gifts for other siblings? Um, they're you don't all, have to mention names. Yeah. No, no, no. They're, they're all they're all pretty good givers. They're all good givers and give good gift, you know, 
you know, they do great at gifting. Um, but some of them are a little bit more frugal than others. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yep. um, There we go. Like Andrew, if he's, whatever he has, he's going to spend it all on gifts. Like uh-huh. he, he's going to just Or em- someone else might his, think, I can do this and save. Yes. Right. Yeah. So is that something that y'all value is gift giving? I would say so. You I mean, do, that, Tim, right? That's kind of them. my yeah, love like, language. So I love gifting and giving gifts and things like yeah. that. I, I love doing that. I'm it's a really sweet. generous giver. Yeah. So, and that's I think awesome. maybe that's the way I was just brought up. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So. I'll be honest. I'm not as good at gift giving. It's just not my love language. It's or not my love language. But um, I've definitely tried to make sure that the kids all know when you receive a gift, mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. You know, you got to be thankful and be excited. It's almost like if you've ever seen that little thing about the avocado when a mom's training her kid about receiving a gift. And so she has this avocado and he opens it up and he's like, an avocado. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But it's like, you almost have to practice with them when they're tiny. Like when they're little, okay, you're going to receive gifts for your party and you need to thank everyone. And if you get the same thing twice, you're still going to be just as excited about it as the first time you opened it. Yes. Or if you just hate it. No, no, no. Like you're going to be excited about it and we can take it back later. Yeah. It, but prep you, them for that. Yeah. Coach you ha- them through you that. Absolutely yeah. need to prep them because that's just part of learning how to. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Accept, yeah. Be a good gift receiver. Yeah. And then it makes it more fun to give if you're, if your siblings are like, I love it. Um, okay. Your kids were all involved in lots of activities, soccer, choir, whatever. I I mean, that took up a lot of time. So what were kind of the expectations of supporting each other? They didn't get an option. You needed to go support uh, your sister or brother when whatever it was, Mm -hmm. whether it be even open house, elementary school, you're going to go and you're going to be excited about looking at their artwork too. Or whether it be a choir concert some of the people listening to this have not been to middle school choir concerts, <laughs> but they can be really hard and difficult at times. Um, and soccer games. I mean, they don't always want to go to no. game after game on a Saturday and it's hot. But like, no, we're going to go support them and we're going to be them and we're going to be their biggest cheers. Just, yeah. I just think it's important to to know that that's it's just an expectation that, you know, hey, we are all going to support each other because we're a family and we love each other. Yeah. And of course, sometimes they're like, do we really? No, yes, we yeah. love each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes, you you know, everybody's busy, you know, at some point they all were doing activities. So, oh, yeah. you know, sometimes it's, you just have to divide and conquer. Sometimes you, you the games to, are at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Th- mm-hmm. At the same time, different places. And so, you, you know, arrangements and things like that. But, you know, typically... Yeah, people don't just, you know, they, the kids don't stay at home. They, you know, everybody goes and participates. Yeah. You know, in cheering their sibling on, even if they're not participating in that. Yeah. Game, even so. piano recitals uh-huh. or like, vi- we didn't have violin, but things like that that are just not really in- super enjoyable maybe the first couple of years. Right. But we're going to go support our whole family is going to be there. Right. And we're going to cheer them on and take a picture at the end. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so... Do you feel like Andrew, being the youngest, got that same sort of cheering on? Um, 
I would say the majority of the time, I mean, the dynamic changes a little bit once the older ones get to the point where they're driving. Exactly. And, I'm like, and, the younger and, and has, they're, they're, like, <laughs> you know. You know, and there's just, you know, it's just a different, you know, they're just kind of in a different season. Um, or they're at college, you know, yeah. that right, kind of stuff. Right. But. So, but in, in general, though, even Andrew, yeah, he, he was very well supported. And uh, the older siblings, you know, yeah, they they knew it was important to go do that. Right. And I mean, it, and it wasn't always fun, right. you know, well, I, <laughs> to do that. I but. remember, I can't remember if it was some sort of a, I feel like it was some sort of a performance, like a choir performance. Mm-hmm. And they came home from college to oh, they see did. it. Yeah. Like, you know, when they sang in a pop show, they would come home from college because it was a big deal. You know, they'd worked hard for it. And I love it when they would be in the audience because you oh know, they'd be cheering they'd be on their cheering sibling. them on yeah loud. crazy yelling out loud go, I mean it was yeah yes. you know like for us but that's cool. my yeah. sister you know yeah. like I I love that you yeah. know being their biggest cheerer out there yeah it's cool that's awesome okay the you talked a little bit about just there you know the girls are four years apart the boys are four years apart. They have different. They have some of the same gifts and talents, but some are really different. Did you ever feel like there was the competitive, like, like how did you navigate? Hey, you don't have to do that, or do you know what I mean? Like, how did you navigate that so that it didn't feel like a comparison thing? You know. First, I think it's super hard not to compare your kids, mm-hmm. and you have to really try hard as a parent to always be like. They're each uniquely made, and they're not alike. Mm, yeah. And I'll be honest with you, all four of them played soccer, and I really wish one of them would chosen an indoor sport. <laughs> <laughs> we won't mention which one. And but. trust me, I would, I, every year I'd be like, are you sure you don't want to do basketball this year? Because mom would really love to sit <laughs> to indoors. inside. <laughs> yes. Because uh, really, those games are hot, hot, yeah. or they're freezing cold when yes. you get to high school. Um but they all played soccer. Oh, yeah. So they all played the same thing, and they all were in choir, which I would have been happy for somebody to do something different. But for some reason, they all kind of followed the same thing, even though yes. every year I would ask them before soccer season, are you sure you want to play soccer? Because we don't expect you to do this. You can choose anything you want. Yeah. But if you choose it, you have to finish it. Right. The, you know what I mean? Right. But then, like, comparing them, um, like, with – I think about the girls – Yes, I think it was harder than I realized now that they're like in college and that now they can reflect back and be Mm -hmm. like, hey, that was kind of hard because I did compare myself to my older sibling. Yeah, you just do. And I think we try to to not do that. And you try to be like, hey, your talents are unique to you and you do this so well. But I think they just naturally compare to each other. Yeah. and I think I wonder if girls do that more than boys or if, Yeah, do you, you think know, so? Did, you know, I I I don't know. I don't know if they do. I I mean my inclination is to say probably, but I mean I think like Andrew still probably compared himself to Austin. Yeah. You know, the the you know, they um they were really good at a lot of different things. And it's sometimes it's a lot to even even the last one when they've been through, like they were all in the the pop stuff, you know, and, and, you know, good grades and, you know, on good, 
teams and things like that. So it's it's hard to live up to that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, so that's why we would have those talks um, and just to make sure that that's what the path they wanted to go. Like yeah. you don't have to do this. When where they're feeling led but, to go, yeah. Right. So, but if you start it, then yeah, <laughs> we're going to finish. <laughs> so Yeah. Just, yeah. And grades, I guess that's kind <clears> of <throat> School, I feel like can be a big, well, they were in this class and I'm not doing as well or I'm, you know. Yeah. And yeah. it's, and it's great when the, you know, when the oldest one, I mean, Audrey did a lot of, you know, really good things. She set the bar really high and, yeah. and that's, and it's good on one hand because, you know, the other ones are kind of striving like without us, you know, reminding them, Hey, you know, we, we don't, we never did that. Like, Hey, you know, your sister did this. You should be doing, we never any of that kind of thing. Um, you don't want to compare like that and but put that pressure on them. That. But naturally right, they do yeah. that. Right. But it is a good thing when they're, when they do well and they, they kind of set a good example. Yeah. They set that good example and it's just easy for the other ones to follow. Like, Oh, Audrey did that. So, yeah. you know, Austin is going to fall in line. And then, you know, Allie's like, oh, okay. You know, it's like both of them have done that. It, this is kind of yes. the norm. So, And when you see the example, you're like, oh, I know exactly what to do for the tryout and what to, you know, it makes right. it a little easier. Right. But yeah, I think with grades, it's hard because um, the I would try to remind like, hey, if you're best, if your best is a 75, I am super happy about it. Yeah. But if your best, you know, if you would have tried a little harder and your best is really an 85, then, you know, I'm not going to be super happy where somebody else, your other sibling, their best might be more than that. Or, you know what I mean? It's, right. It's hard when you have kids. How to navigate their best. How yeah. to navigate their best. And and because you don't want them to ever feel less than uh-huh. or like they're not measuring up because kids can easily do that. Yeah. Um. I'm not sure exactly like how you get around all that, except constantly telling them how much they're loved and like, and telling them how good they are. It's almost yeah. like, it's almost like if you tell somebody like you're smart and you tell them that from the time they're little bitty, okay, I'm smart. You know, like, yeah. you <laughs> speak a lot of truth into your kids. Yeah. Or about, you're, yeah. You're, a be- you're a great artist. And uh-huh. then like after a while they'll be like, Oh, I must be an artist. I guess I'm an artist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just think that's good too. instill that in them. You're good at math, even though they think they're really struggling. Yeah. You can be really good you at math. Look, this, you've yeah. got this. And eventually like, okay, well, they yeah. say I'm good at it. Maybe I, yeah. maybe I do have it. <laughs> well, and I also think I know both of y'all to know how much you pray for your kids. And I think how, how much of your discernment comes from the Holy Spirit. You know, I mean, so much. And I'm going to be honest. I'll be completely honest with everyone who's listening because when they were little, I did not pray as much as I should have. Yeah. Because I think I tried to do a lot of stuff on my own. Yeah. Um, But as they've gotten older, I pray more and more because, like, they're so different Uh that it's like God is really help. He's really molding me. Like mm-hmm. by making them so different that it, the same thing doesn't work. Yeah. So like if the same thing's not working, I have to rely on God. Because not I, your own strength. Yeah. You're like I don't know what I'm supposed to do because what worked for the first three isn't working or whatever. No, absolutely. You know? yeah. It's right. totally. And so I think it's God's way of humbling me to not think you got this and like everything y'all do are doing is working because yeah. it's it didn't work the same for each one. So yeah. I think it's just like, it'll almost make me cry when I think about it now because I can just see how God's answered prayers yeah. and how, um, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing, but I had to like 
rely on him, Mm -hmm. keep praying and be patient because it doesn't happen as soon as you want it to wait for certain things. You'll be like, I need this now, but like might have a year from now. Yeah. But, um, especially now that I've gotten them into college, now you can be like, wow, like you are answering prayers Mm -hmm. that are just Mm -hmm. abundantly way more than I really thought. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when we, when the kids were real little, I mean, I can, I can speak for myself. I mean, I remember going in and you would, you know, they'd be sleeping. You put them down and you just, you know, you would just kind of pray over them. Yeah. Just kind of general, so just for, yeah. you know, protection over them and that kind of stuff. And, you know, nothing super specific. And then, you know, but as you, you learn, you know, there's not a owner's manual that comes with, with kiddos and, oh, you no. know, you just yeah. kind of figure it out. You know, you kind of model it after other people that you've... Yeah seen and you respect and things like that. And so, but you know, when they, as they get older, yeah, I mean, we've prayed so much for discernment and for wisdom and Mm -hmm. parenting Yeah, because sometimes it is super difficult. I think you have to do that. I mean, I think that's the, the, the important part of parenting is just, um, just to continue to pray for them. Yeah. You know, and, and we do that now. We we go on walks most of the time and we do that on a daily basis. We yeah. pay we pay pray very specifically for each kid and yeah. kind of know we, we know kind of what season they're going through right. and the things that that um you know, areas they they need prayer. Yeah. And so that's what we do. The other thing that I wonder I, one of the things that I see y'all do is you give I don't feel like one child gets more attention than the other. One of the things I've seen is how you spend time individually with your kids. And in certain seasons are more intentional about the time. So I don't, I, I want to talk to them about it and see what they think, but I wouldn't think any of them would go, oh, such and such is definitely the favorite. <laughs> I mean, do y'all think? You know I would what? hope nobody would ever think that because you try to be even and you try to do it. Um, yeah, but you try to even it out. Like I need, and sometimes you just need that one-on-one time with each kid. And that's, I think naturally there are seasons where one needs more than, yes. right? I, I really believe it goes like that. And thank goodness it's not usually all four at the same time, right? So like, yeah. like this one will need just, they just need more attention and need more attention, you know, love and as pouring into than the other ones because they're kind of okay. They're making it. And then it seems to rotate the next one. I don't know if you kind of agree with that, but it kind of seems No, it does. I mean, we we never, I I don't know. You know, I remember my mom, you know, when we were growing up, I'm the youngest of seven. So, you know, I remember her saying, oh, you know, I don't love any of you more than the other. And I just thought, well, that's, that's ridiculous. Like there's six boys and one girl. It's like (laughs) the girl, obviously, like my sister is like, clearly, you know, it's a windfall, you know? So, but I mean, but it's really, it's true. It's like, you just kind of love them where they're at. You know, there, there are different seasons and you spend a little more time with one than the other, depending on, you know, like I coached the oldest one right. from the time she was five until she graduated. And Andrew, I coached his team, you know, the youngest one. Yeah. So you're able to spend a lot of time, but you do other things with the other ones right. too. And in the end, it all kind of balances out yeah, and you know, you, you try, yeah, you just, you just get involved in everything that they're doing. Yeah. And 
you know, that's, that's all you can do. Right. (laughs) So there's not this competitiveness amongst the siblings. It's like, we know we're loved. And I think about, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's just easier to hang out with one of the kids versus the other. Yes. There's sometimes one kid that's just not, especially as they get older, maybe not so when they were little bitty, but like, I was thinking about as they get older, sometimes they're just, they're just not fun human beings to be around. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. You know? Oh, yeah. But it's kind of like, you know what? <laughs> like, I, even though I know that they, I don't really want to spend time with them because they're just not going to be nice to me. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like this relationship like you have with God where he ca- keeps coming after you, even though you might just be not real nice at the time. Right. Like, where you keep striving and going toward after your children, even though they might be pushing you away or they might be... Especially in like the teenage years. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's definitely like, times yeah, where I'm they're not wanting to be around you at all, mom. And you're like, but we're going to do this. But I'm coming back. And yeah. I can definitely tell you with each one of them, there was a phase like that where they just didn't really want to have anything to do with me. But yeah. I would keep popping in their room and be like, hey, how was your day? It's great. Yeah. You know, and you're great. like, okay, I'm going to come out tomorrow too. Uh-huh. But I mean, you just keep running after them. Just. I mean, just like the Lord keeps running after me yeah. when I'm not being when I'm being a knucklehead. Well, that's know? great. Yeah. What memories or experiences do you think cultivated like them having close relationships? Uh, I think we try to do something special every year, at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Whether it be um, sometime a vacation or a staycation or camping, whatever it was that we could do at the time in their life. Yeah. And, um, and we would just be our family. Mm, yeah. So we didn't. Sometimes another family might come along if it was camping. You know, they'd be in the next campsite. But yeah. We would just have our family because I, I think it's really important for your family to spend time alone together mm-hmm. and not invite. You know, have everybody bring a kid, bring a friend in yeah. with it. Because I think um, when they do that, they've got to like just. There's all these other distractions that are gone. They have only each other. Mm-hmm. You're going to play games. We're going to figure out fun things to do. We're going to make memories. And those memories are lasting. Yeah. Because um, you think about when you're a kid. Like, what did you remember mainly? You know, like when you were a kid growing up, some of the big memories. Some of my big memories were the f- we didn't take very many vacations or camping trips that we did. Those are the ones that are ingrained. You remember those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, Yeah. And we tried to eliminate the distractions. You know, we... When they were growing up, you know, we, we gave them healthy things to do, you know, whether it was songs, you know, or, or TV type stuff. And, you know, we, and, and I know this kind of goes against the norm, but we never let our kids have video games. Uh Like they, everybody wanted the, you know, the Xbox and, you know, Mm -hmm. the Playstations and all that kind of stuff. And so occasionally when they go stay at, you know, a friend's house, they would get to play those things, but they just, you know, they all have like little silly games on their phones and stuff now. Yeah. But uh, growing up, we just never did that. And then the, the only time they really ever had anything, they all pulled their money together and bought a Wii Fit. <laughs> so that it was kind of an exercise thing, kind of video thing. It was more fun, but exercise. Kind but of also yeah. stuff you would do together, not but, just by yeah. yourself, you know? So help me process through that. So the, the no video game was more because you would rather them be Spending time together and hanging out, not just looking at a screen. Right, because right. if somebody's on yeah. a game, they're it. That's all they're doing. They're just doing their own thing. There's no interaction. 
they're, they're not doing anything. And if they don't have that, then they're going to find something else to do. And so that's when, you know, they start playing together and they start, you know, being creative, uh-huh. you know, and just doing I mean, stuff. the boys could sit for hours and build Legos, like, because, you know, you'd buy the Legos or the Legos are so crazy expensive. Yeah. And you'd buy these kits, right? And they'd build this plane. But then after the plane's built, they would crumble it, you know, <laughs> all the pieces are in this big, huge bin. And then they would just create their own thing. Yes. Like, where you, it and was actually like, really cool. All of them like doing it. Yeah, the even, girls would do it girls. too. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, but especially the boys would sit there for just hours and together, just building some building, creation. Yeah. And I love that. And y'all, the Nerf gun situation <laughs> y'all had was unbelievable. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Well, that might be embarrassing, actually. No, it's, no. I mean, yeah. Well, like even that Nerf, was fun. I mean, we would have, we would Nerf have. Nerf gun fights, right? Nerf gun yeah. fights in the house with all of us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was, it was crazy when you know joanna and i got involved <laughs> we even got those marshmallow shooter things oh, yeah. one christmas everybody got one and then we went outside and played that you know we sometimes try to find an activity like that yeah. that you can all play together so this is what i'm wanting you guys to share your perspective you've got you know out of college in college kids what is their relationship like now that makes you so proud and happy. And this is perspective for me who have little kids and I'm navigating arguments. And yes. So I want a perspective of what what are your kids sibling relationships like now? It's pretty awesome actually. Yeah, it really yeah. is. I mean, they're they're completely at different stages. So we've got a 24-year-old, 22, 20 and 18. And so two of them are engaged. And uh, like, for example, um, the oldest boy, he's engaged and his best man is Andrew. Mm, yeah. And then Ali Jo is engaged and her maid of honor is Audrey. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, that's, I mean, that kind of says it all right there. Yeah, that wasn't an obligation. That was a choice that yeah. they made because they're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it. Like in college, they actually have dinners together all the time or they would have a set breakfast where they would come over the ones that were at, you know, at the same college at the same time or whatever, Yeah, but they actually want to hang out mm-hmm. together. I mean, they're normal and have moments. Trust me. And, oh yeah. And they as still, we all, as people, do oh, they still get mad yeah. at each other and stuff like that. But yeah, it, it's wonderful. One of the things, this morning I was telling Austin, he was here at the house, and I was mm-hmm. telling him, hey, we're going to talk to Ivy tonight about this. And I said, here's some of my my ideas of things that, you know, helped y'all become friends. And he listened, and he goes, well, maybe some of that contributed and helped us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I need to talk to them. I know, you need get to talk to them, right? Because it's totally different. But you get the real scoop. Yeah. He goes, but really, Mom? He paused for a minute, and he's like, it's really that we have something in common. Mm. And he goes, and we have Jesus in common, which yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, that's not what I expected you to say. And yeah. um, and he goes, well, we we all are looking towards the same thing, and we all have kind of same, similar views focus on things and, yeah. and a focus on life. I just think I was talking to Audrey today later, and I was telling her what Austin said. I was like, Austin said this, and she goes, wow, and she goes, you know, mom, that's true because think about how many times I get frustrated or upset with one of my siblings. Mm-hmm. 
I know that we need to forgive and I know there should be reconciliation in relationships. Yeah. And that's what probably keeps us close is because we know that and we, we all love the Lord and we want to do, you know, what we're supposed to be doing to yeah. be a follower of Jesus, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I was no, like, it's so good. But I wouldn't have pulled that out, which is kind of crazy. I was like, oh, Jesus answer. Why didn't yeah. I say that? <laughs> yeah. I, I think the way that Joanna and I have modeled our closeness and how we care for each other and how we love each other, yeah. I think makes a big difference because they see that. And uh, I remember so many times when they were growing up, they would have a friend at school whose parents were getting a divorce or, you know, they would hear stuff. And I remember them at different times. They would literally, they would be almost concerned, you know, about like, like, yeah, yes. And and I feel like we, we modeled um, that really well and it, and it gave them you know, how we took care of each other and how we talk to each other and yeah. how we love each other. And I think that um, in the end, really what that does is it, it gives them a model. And a they family. and they, this they, is they, how family yeah. treats each other. Yeah. That's right. And you teach them how to take care of each other. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, and then you try to instill that in them about how they should treat their siblings or not treat their siblings, you know, when they're you know, mm-hmm. at, at different times, different stages. And they know that we, we've kind of instilled mm-hmm. those kind of things in there. But, but I think it's important for, you know, parents to remember that uh-huh. because yep. those kids see that. And, and I think what it does for those kids is it, it, it instills this kind of peace and kind of comfort and confidence in them that, you know, hey, they don't even have to deal with that aspect of it. And, yeah. you know, that's not always common today. Right. Um, but but it allows them to learn how to do the same. Right. Well, then at the end of the day, if you tell your kids, don't yell at each other. Right, right. But dad, you yell at mom. So why would I not yell at my sister? There are many me's of us. We have to be careful. Yeah. Be aware all the time what we're doing because yeah. they're they're watching they're they're watching all the time. Oh yeah, you know I don't know that it ever came up in casual conversation, but you know I think I think the priority you know we made it real clear um, that you know God first, mm-hmm. and then you know literally our relationship with yeah. each other was secondary, and you know you're you made the top five, but you know you, we love you, but like. You know, mom and dad were together and loved each other before, before you even came, came along. along. Right. And so like there was, they learned to like respect yeah. that. And we get, you know, we get letters pretty frequently from our kids for, you know, Valentine's Day or anniversaries or birthdays or whatever. And just these really sweet notes, Yeah, you know, about, you know, how you two modeled things and, and, you know, and how, you know, you, you've been a great example about, you know, putting God first and like you showed that to me. Right. And so I think, you know, again, you know, your faith is foundational to everything. Mm -hmm. I think without that, a lot of things fall apart, but, um, that's, that's one thing that we've always done and kind of conveyed to our kids. It's not like we have to remind them every day, but it's like, it you know you can show that by the For way sure. you treat each other yeah but occasionally you do you know mm-hmm. a, you know a kid wants you to side with them and, oh, and we, yeah. we always have to make sure we're on the same page uh-huh. you know yeah. and um 
you know, make sure we're consistent. Yeah. I think about when they were little and Tim would take me on a date, you know, because we need to spend time together. Right. 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 And um, like one of them would just hate for us to leave. Uh I mean, just like, do you really, you have to go, you have to leave us. And they would cry (laughs) and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's okay to leave them and be like, and to show them that this is important. This matters. But but we love you, but we also need you to understand this is important too. Yeah. Or um, just... I don't know. I'm just trying to think of some of those times when they are like, a, he comes home every time, time he came home when they were little, of course he still does this, but you know, he always gives me a hug and a kiss. Yeah. And he'd be like, Oh, do y'all have to do that? Like, why right. are you doing that? But it's like, no, they need to see that these are important things. And like, yes. and it's, you know, I don't know. I just think that some funny things are, or like in, even taking them to church. I remember when they were little, Oh my goodness. I think it was Allie Joe. Like, Probably the whole four and five year old age, she cried every single time. Getting dropped off at yes, getting oh, dropped yeah. off at church every <laughs> single time, and sometimes she'd be like, "Oh, is this worth it? Like, uh, yeah, this is so hard. It's a beating. Yeah. It's a beating. And then yeah. I feel guilty when I walk away. Um, you know what? She's okay. Yeah. And I knew the people that were you know caring for her. They loved her well, and sh- those are some of her favorite people now. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. it didn't traumatize her. No, you know, but at the time when you're a parent, it's, uh, maybe it's, it's so harder hard. for the girl than it is for the guy. But you know, just I just remember how hard it was, and then you can't sit there and enjoy, you know, being in worship because you're sitting there worried about them and uh-huh. feeling guilty about it. Yep. So, yeah. But no, I think it's important to, you know, get, get through it. You yes. can do it. Be, yeah. Have perseverance. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> okay. Any last words of wisdom? You're going to have some difficulties with each one of them at different times. Mm-hmm. And it could be anything from like one of them might have a learning disability or one might just have some issues at school that you're going through. And I think it's good not to talk about that in front of the other siblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes I think that can give them, I don't know if you want to say fuel to like, harp on them uh-huh. well you do this or you're not good at this or you and if that makes sense yeah. just to kind of like be careful how you do that yeah when one of them has a particular struggle it i mean that changes as they get older because then they can realize that you can talk about struggles more in some right. ways right. where they realize oh okay well everyone because i mean you want them to know that struggles are normal but when they're little bitty, they don't really get it. And they can kind of almost that. make fun of each yeah. other. Oh, but as yeah. they get older, you need to be able to talk about it. Yeah. If that makes, does that kind of make sense? And it's as kind they of a get process. older, hey, we're going to help him yes. overcome this and encourage him and be, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to be but a little, little bit careful uh-huh. when they're little how you do it just so that they don't make fun of one another. Yeah. Or oh, you, that's good. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. No, but. yeah, absolutely. Tim, anything? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I I think just in general, just a, a general focus, you know, on the family, like whatever you're doing, um, it's, it's so easy to get caught up in work. It's so easy to get caught up in just other stuff that keeps you busy, you know, whatever, whatever it is, whatever your hobby is. And, you know, like when our kids were getting older, I had to, you know, I, I love playing golf. I love shooting. I love going hunting and, you know, and you just <laughs> yeah. have to, you just have to you know, it's, you just have to sacrifice and like put that aside. And, you know, it just, you just have to really kind of be all in. And, 
you know, when they, when they have events, I mean, it's important to be there. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. um, you know, there's a couple times that I've missed some things and, you know, I regretted having, you know, done it. Sometimes it's just like, Hey, I've got all this work to do. Yeah. Well, that's not a great excuse. Um, you know, sometimes there's things that <laughs> conflict and you really just, um, you know, you can't really help it. Yeah. Um, but you know, what I would say to, to anybody that has young kids is, you know, make that a priority mm-hmm. and schedule around any and everything. Don't, don't miss the opportunities because they, I mean, they grow up so quick. So don't miss any of those opportunities to participate. Even when they get older and they're on a, let's say they're on some sports team that's really bad. They lose every <laughs> single game. And you're thinking, Would it, does it really matter if I show up tonight? And they'll even tell you, don't come tonight. I'm not playing. <laughs> but you know what? Even if they're sitting on the bench the whole time, I mean, we were there. Yeah. And trust me, it was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> but we're like, no, we're going to be there for and, you. Yeah. So if you get to get out on the field, we're 100% behind yeah. you. And like, yeah, it was hard at times because yeah. you were like, oh, it's, yeah, it's 40 degrees out here. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. way they're going to go on the field. And we're going to lose. Yeah. But you're like, no, I need to be there. Yeah. And um, we'll see. I, I don't know, we'll have to see what they say about that. But I, I just, know. I got to get that. I just think that was important to show up. Mm-hmm. I went into this conversation ready to get all of these practical ideas of how to get my boys to not argue and love each other. And I mean, that was covered. I did get good ideas. But honestly, I left with this simple answer of, well, it's Jesus. And I think the thing about family is they typically know us better than anyone else. They've seen us at our worst. They know how to push our buttons. They know exactly how to annoy us, which means there's just more opportunity for messy, right? But that also means there's more opportunity for Jesus. And I wonder if the more present Jesus is in your home, the more you'll see forgiveness, understanding, unity, and redemption in response to the messy. I mean, Jesus' whole thing was to bring reconciliation to the world. That Jesus is like the ultimate on, hey, This is a messy relationship and I can fix this. Jesus really can step in and fix the messiest, including our siblings, including our families. Now, I think about Joanna and Tim, and I remember them as young parents. It's kind of odd. I have this vivid memory of them walking into our church with their four little kids. I want to say their youngest, Andrew, was even a toddler at the time. Like, it was a while ago. So I've known them for a long time, and and I can picture them specifically at that point. And then I see them now. And Tim and Joanna are two people who have committed to following Jesus. Not staying stagnant, but like, we want to know Jesus more. We are not stopping here. We are, we are in a growing relationship with Jesus. I mean, Joanna even said, hey, back back then when I had little kids, I didn't pray as much as I do now. I mean, and my gosh, she is like a prayer warrior now. And my point in, in saying that is Tim and Joanna have been on a journey to follow Jesus. And when their kids were little, it, w- it was Tim and Joanna committed. Like, hey, 
we're going to follow Jesus. And then Audrey, their oldest, saw, hey, what my parents have with Jesus is something I want. And then Austin follows suit because he sees Audrey and he sees his parents and their relationship with Jesus. And then Allie Jo follows. And oh my gosh, I've heard Allie Jo talk about, you know, how much she admires Audrey's relationship with Jesus and how Audrey has prioritized that. And now Andrew follows. And so I'm I'm trying to say that now we see this family that has unity and um, we see them forgive each other even when they're getting on each other's nerves because that still does happen. we see joy in their family. We see a sense of peace. We, we see faith in their family. But that has been a journey. That is not something that just happens. That has been a journey. And it started with Tim and Joanna going, you know what? Jesus is our priority. Jesus is our priority. And their kids have seen that. And therefore, we see the fruit of that. And oh, I want that. I want that for my family. I hope you found something that you can relate to from today's conversation. And thanks for joining us. If you have any questions or just want more tips for parents, let me know at ilassiter at fbrichardson.org. I'd love to talk with you. See you next time on the Four Parents Podcast.